The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! Let's go, baby! Are you ready for a break? Uh, yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Ambar Garcia. Brian Broadus, Patrick Walker, and Derek Eagleton. It is Friday, December 15th, 2023, season 19, episode number 89. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break. We are live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. It's a fun Friday. We've got a lot of different things we're going to hit today. We've got some injury updates, both for the Cowboys and for the Buffalo Bills. We're going to get into some updates on the team and the matchups and give get these guys to give you some keys to the game offensively and defensively. We're going to talk a little bit about the weather as well. That's shifted a little bit for us, so uh, something, to, something to consider. Uh, yeah, something to consider. Still not the worst. It's not horrible. Yeah, it's not yeah, a blizzard, yeah. but definitely yeah. different. We'll talk about that. Uh, and in the final segment, we're going to do something a little different here today. We're going to do some picks. Uh, we're going to pick five different games. Instead of just the Cowboys game, there are five different games that all have some significance some importance to the Cowboys based upon uh, just seeding in the NFC and the Cowboys possibly clinching this weekend. So we'll get into all that. Amber has a game for us in this in the second segment, and my hope is that Fun. we finish that game and none of us ends up fired. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> Hopefully we'll get through that. And uh, I don't know. You just never know what people are going to do when you start minor, giving them options and just throw wholesome. stuff out there. Okay, minor good. Wholesome. Good. You just never know. So uh, we'll, we'll hope that that doesn't show. get too okay. far. And literally my dad and mom are watching. They watch every morning. What's so, up? So I, I know that. Aww. Wholesome questions. My mom's watching too, so we got, we got folks we on here. Keep it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I know your mom's watching. She's just supporting when we're Right, yeah. exactly. Which we were two minutes late yeah. today, so I'm sure she's like, "What is so going on?" I'm definitely on? not trying to reveal too much to my mom and dad. Love you. Well, none of this but will be no. stuff mom doesn't know. So we, my we're family all can care less. They don't watch it. They're like, "We out." Are you working for soccer yet? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Just not not a football family. Yeah. All right, let's jump in. Not let's American talk about. Football. Uh, injuries. Uh, let's get updates on a few guys that have popped up on the injury report with illnesses that did not practice yesterday. Brandon Cooks, Stefan Gilmore, Jalen Tolbert. Uh, what are we hearing about them? Okay, so much like what Brian was saying before we went on the air, uh, similar to what I'm hearing. I mean, it is the season for you know the the bug to go around. You know, flu bug. It's something that Micah Parsons felt uh, fought through against the Eagles. It's something that several other Cowboys players have kind of contracted over the past couple weeks or so. Uh, but but it's not um, negated them from any of the subsequent games after they've uh, come down with it. So it's Brandon Cooks and Stefan Gilmore. Yesterday they were DNP. They went home not feeling well. But as we have the conversation, expectation is that they'll take the field. They'll get hydrated. They'll get their fluids. And it'll be no different from what Michael Parsons did. Um, only he, he came down with his later in the week. I mean, mm-hmm. Saturday night, Sunday. So it was much more challenging. But he was still able to take the field. Them getting their treatment as early as Thursday uh, bodes well for them. Um, those are the big things. Malik Hooker. I said on yesterday we'd keep an eye on him. He was DNP on Thursday. I know Mike McCarthy said yesterday morning that they would expect Hooker would have some limited participation, but turns out they chose to rest him completely. Expectation is still that he will take the field, um, but something to definitely keep an eye on there. Um, from there, you know, Jalen Tobert also in the illness uh, category with Cooks and Gilmore. Nothing of major concern for the Cowboys. Again, draw a circle around Hooker just to keep an eye on it, but I expect him to play. But when you flip over to the Buffalo Bills, 
they've just ruled out two heavy hitters for them. Micah Hyde mm-hmm. um, and A.J. Epinesa have both been ruled out uh, from this out of this game against the Cowboys. So two big losses, um, something the Cowboys understand because they, they're without Diggs and LVE and now Hankins for this game. So, uh, yeah, Bills are, Bills are down two big boys. Without defensive end, Epinesa and safety, uh, Hyde, Brian, how do you anticipate Dallas can uh, actually take advantage of that? Well, Epinesa, though, is uh, he's one of these guys at the line of scrimmage that knocks down a lot of passes. Mm-hmm. You know, he's one of those when he rush and all of a sudden he realizes he's not going to get home. He goes up. He tips a lot of balls and stuff like that. He's an active player against the run. Uh, they still got talented defensive linemen, uh, that, but they got one less in this football game uh, that you have to account for. So their rotation will be pretty good. Uh, I would expect, though, if you're when you think about with Micah Hyde, here's a guy that's a, a veteran player right there that you know he's done a really you know done a really nice job, uh, you know, throughout his career of of playing in big games, you know, making big plays. Uh, at that point, uh, you know, in, in the season, they, Buffalo needs as many big plays as they can get on their defense. I'd look for Taylor Rapp to be the veteran who was with the Rams. I would look for him to be the one that replaces him in the lineup. So, uh, you know, the Cowboys do run a lot of stuff in the middle of the field. How the Buffalo Bills deal with your tight ends, uh, that takes Micah Hyde out of the picture. Good cover guy. We'll see if Taylor Rapp's up to the assignment. Paige and Jake Ferguson. <laughs> Paige and Jake Ferguson. Opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big, big opportunity for him to take advantage of of this uh, defense without Micah Hyde. Um, and then, of course, you know, without Epinesa on the field, they still have some horses, obviously. You talk about Leonard Floyd and uh, Ed Oliver, um, who's similar to Olsen and how he can move. Um, but losing Epinesa, I mean, that's 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 a horse. Um, so, you know, it should make for a not easy but slightly less daunting task for the offensive front for the Cowboys as far as protecting and carving uh, lanes for Tony Pollard and Enrico Dowdle. All right, let's move on uh, to the, this matchup, uh, Dallas versus Buffalo. Uh, I want you to start first on the offensive side of the ball for the Cowboys and tell me what do you think is should be the offensive game plan uh, when matching up against this defense? I think to me I'm, I'm kind of caught between – wanting to try and run the football initially to see where they're at with that. I always like to find out is that the running game something that we can rely on today. Um, talking to the equipment men before the game, or actually today, this morning, uh, they're expecting wet conditions high in the high, uh, high 40s for the game. So now, you know, how wet? I couldn't get an idea. You never know until you get to the yard you know, what the rain conditions, but they're expecting a wet game. And so with the temperatures being in the 40s, I think you catch a break there. If you get wet and the temperatures in the high 20s, you're going to have snow. And, you know, that nobody wants to have to deal with that right now. So uh, initially, I think that uh, Mike McCarthy is going to see if, if Buffalo is up to the task of, of dealing with a little run. I think both teams are looking at the run early. Maybe Buffalo leans on it a little bit more earlier than Dallas might. Uh, I, I think that Buffalo has to be scared of Dallas throwing the football here. So maybe they're going to pack that thing in the back and, and say, okay, we'll give you lighter boxes and let you run the ball. And that way you keep from making the big plays on us. Uh, that, that would be something I, I would be terrified if I'm them. I think they probably are uh, going into this game. They just count the back end. I don't know if they can cover well enough. So they have to figure out, like, listen, if you're going to run the ball on us, that's fine. We can live with that. It's the big plays that we worry about. So I don't know if Mike is going to be 
hey, we're going to get light box. Let's try and run the ball. Buffalo gives up some runs now. And so I could initially see that as being something until they figure out that <coughs> Buffalo just can't do it anymore and they have to commit a little bit more to the run, and then that opens up stuff in the back. I think it's going to be that start for Dallas. Yeah, weeks ago we were looking at this game saying that we we thought this might be a game where Dallas would need to rely more on the run because of the location and the possible weather condition and all of that. Um, luckily, the Cowboys have been improving their running game, but I wish the conditions were differently because I do think the better matchup for Dallas is the passing game yeah. against the secondary. We talked about it yesterday. They're the their more, most talented players are on the line, pressuring the quarterback. And I think that would have been an area that the Cowboys could just exploit. But now, hearing that there's rain and all of that, it's going to be one of those games that maybe you're just having to rely just to secure the ball. We know it gets slippery and a lot of turnovers or dropping balls and things like that can start happening and I don't want Cowboys offense the passing game to start um not creating doubt uh, like losing their confidence you know Mm -hmm. they've been playing so well that if you get to a game where now you're just dropping balls and stuff it can mess you up as far as like the confidence that you start losing after um having a bad game like that so I just think it might be a game where hopefully the Cowboys can still run the ball and be productive at it. I'm kind of torn on this one because, you know, uh, if the forecast holds and there is rain, uh, and thankfully no wintry mixes in, in uh, the picture, um, but if it does rain, then, you know, conventional logic tells you you want to establish the run and, and attack them that way. But I'm torn because I know how effective the passing game can yeah. be from the Cowboys, uh, particularly at the second level. Um, with the timing that they've established versus uh, a secondary that plays a lot of zone and gives you a lot of space to operate. Um, I think I would try to attack that first because I think the Bills are going to expect that you're going to try to run the ball from the outset. So get them on their heels early. Try to take the crowd out of it early because that's another thing that you got to worry about. you got to quiet that crowd early um, and as often as possible. So I would forget. Sorry, I forget. What kind of – do a lot of Cowboys fans Do go tra- to Buffalo? Bu- Cowboys fans typically travel well, but Buffalo Bills fan, Bills Mafia, they protect their. Stadium. They don't give up their tickets. Yeah, they protect their seats yeah. very well. Yeah, nobody wants to. Take yeah, them. yeah. And, I think and, the last time we were there, there were quite a few behind the Cowboys. I couldn't remember. Yeah, there were some. So they were yelling. They something. were yelling for you, like Ambar. They had signs. That's the place that guy had the sign. Yeah, it's like, hey, Ambar. Yeah, yeah, had a sign for you at that. It's been yeah. such it was a right long time. Right behind the bench, but yeah, it was. But it's not a lot. Yeah, it's not like it's not like the areas where you got kind of Patrick's right. Yeah, they're not the going to the they, they will own the they stadium. It'll yeah. be mostly their fans. They don't yeah. let uh, opposing yeah. team teams fans travel yeah. and take over their mm-hmm. stadium. Okay. So yeah. the one the Cowboys fans you see there are probably local or they've not driven far to get there. Um, but yeah, so attack them, kind of keep them off balance, yeah. um, and then mix in the run from there. Not saying take your deep shots. I mean, every once in a while, take your shot. Maybe in the first quarter, a couple deep shots in the second quarter. See how CeeDee Lamb, Brandon Cooks, and those guys are handling those, those deep balls in the rain. Um, but for the most part, I say they expect you to run the ball uh, and they have a secondary that will allow you to pass the ball, pass the ball. All right, let's run it back. Let's talk about the defensive game plan. What do you think is uh, the most important thing for Cowboys to do defensively to stop this offense? I think Buffalo is going to try and run the ball. Yeah, I do. I think without without Hankins and that was a guy in the injury report. You know, he's he's the one guy that's not going to be part yeah, of this he's not in playing. this game. So. 
you know, Carl Davis, we talked about what he potentially has filling in off the practice squad and what he could bring. Uh, it's not going to be what Hankins is. It's a big body guy, but I still anticipate. I think Buffalo is terrified of you rushing the passer. I think that's something that really, even though they don't give up sacks and pressures and stuff, I think they're still, they don't want you rushing the passer. I think they're going to test you with the run. I think they're going to test you with the quarterback run after seeing what Jalen Hurts was able to do on a couple of those designed runs. Uh, this guy is the last in the league when it comes to sliding. This guy doesn't slide. He just runs over people and stuff. He's the last quarterback to play this way. And uh, it's crazy I, how he hasn't gotten like a he major does, he injury does, he or does something. Get he gets hurt. Like he gets hurt and he keeps playing, and that's just dude. his his demeanor. But uh, I, you know, they they've got a really good running back in Cook. I I, I mean, I, I think that to me, Dallas is going to be tested. And it's going to be about playing with discipline, not running around blocks and not being out of gaps and filling when you can. When they do all that, Dallas can play run defense with anybody. But Buffalo is going to test them in this football game. I think both teams are going to try initially. And depending how the game goes, if one goes gets out of hand for the other, then you know you make the other team one-dimensional here depending on the score. But I think Buffalo is going to try and run the football to see if you can, if you can handle – uh, if you can handle James Cook running downhill at you. Yeah, I think uh, Hankins, he, his, you're going to miss him. You're yeah. going to miss him on the line yeah. for sure. And I think that just having to face a quarterback like Josh Allen yeah. and the way that he plays, those are the type of quarterbacks that give this Cowboys defense yeah. trouble. So that's an area of concern for me. If this guy just keep <laughs> plays the way that he tends to do, uh, I think... I can see that given the Cowboys defense issues all day. Yeah, we played day, <laughs> all, right? All, all evening. All day, I'll evening. tell you this. On the East Coast, <laughs> in this it's time of the year, it's, it's going to be dark yeah, vibes. Yeah. Either by quarter kick or not far into the first quarter, it'll be so dark. So evening. You'll yeah. be riding okay. the bus. Night. Yeah. All night. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, feel, it'll feel like night. I think that Buffalo has to worry, too, about the turnovers. Dallas really does a great job of turning people over. Yeah. They punch balls loose when you're, you know, so – they have to be worried. I mean, when, when, the, when this guy when this guy throws the ball and throws two interceptions, they lose. You know, they have to be concerned about a team they're playing that knows how to uh, to get after the football, tackle the football, and then finish when you throw it in the air and it's, you make a mistake. For me, you, you got to stop the run, like Brian said. <clears throat> and in stopping the run, it doesn't just mean bottle up James Cooks in that backfield. It means bottle up Josh Allen yeah. as well. It means when you get an opportunity to take Josh Allen down, you take him down. Do not let him run through you. Do yeah. not try to uh, arm tackle him, break down, and drive your weight through his torso to get him to the ground. He is a big boy, and he is not afraid to keep going through you if you let him. So if you do that, uh, because it's contrary to what I said about um, the secondary in Buffalo. They'll give you a lot of space to operate. The Cowboys defense, they're very opportunistic. They're very sticky in coverage and they're going against a guy in Josh Allen who will throw the ball to you if you're the opposing defense and that's when it's not raining. So when it is raining, yeah. the opportunities for takeaways increase. So stop the run, uh, you know, get out to a fast start, force Josh Allen to throw that ball and then that'll give you some chances from the defense to get interceptions, maybe some, you know, like, like Gilmore did against A.J. Brown with a strip fumble, things like that. So stop the run and then play from there. Yeah, one other thing to note, Brian, you mentioned the, the turnovers, the fumbles, that kind of yeah. thing. Cowboys turn people over. 
Bills turn people over as well. Right yeah. now, they are second in the league yeah. in fumbles recovered. They also third in the league in, in lead in, third in the league yeah. in overall turnovers. Yeah. So they they can they can get the ball out too, and they can they can turn you over. Cowboys have done a good job this year of not say, turning the ball is, over. Cowboys don't give it away. But mm. but again, now it's strength on strength, yeah. right? Yeah. And which one wins on a day, by the way, when weather is not a not your friend? Like weather creates right. these sorts of of situations. You know, it's funny. You look at these teams, and to me, they're really evenly matched much like with Philadelphia. I just I know Buffalo's record is what it is. Mm-hmm. To me, Buffalo doesn't seem like a seven win team. Buffalo seems more like a ten and three team right, to I me agree. than they do yeah. and when you watch them play. Yeah. All right, we're gonna take our first break. We're gonna come back. And here's the moment of truth. Let's get to this game. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> and uh, hopefully we will be back on Monday. But let's take a break. We'll be back. DallasCowboys.com radio. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Cowboys fans, after that move, we've just coined the term Rowdy Replay. Let's roll back the tape. Okay, there's our mascot, Rowdy, cheering on the boys. And now he's on his phone, on his Bank of America mobile banking app? Staying on top of his finances with his virtual financial assistant, Erica. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Cowboys fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome back into Dear Doctor, the show where I answer life's questions with an ice-cold can of Dr. Pepper. Sheila, let's hear from our next caller, would you? Dear Doctor, my friend supported me during a tough time, but what's the right gift that says, thanks for being a shoulder to cry on? Okay, this one's easy. I say, give her a delicious Dr. Pepper. Nothing says, thanks girl, better than a -a one-of-a-kind soda. Yes, any Dr. Pepper flavor will do. Now, just a reminder that I don't need to be a real doctor to know that Dr. Pepper is the one you deserve. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find a location near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to the break. Get a frame-worthy family holiday photo with Santa at the Star, presented by Monument Realty. Santa Claus will be at his Cowboys-themed cottage in the Star District through December 24th. Visit thestardistrict.com slash Santa for more info. Welcome back. Second segment of The Break live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. The segment is brought to you by blockchain.com. 
Sorry, blockchain, for what's about to happen. <laughs> and with that, yeah, I turn it like, over to Amber. Let's go. <laughs> this is the best segment <laughs> it of is. all week. I'm it excited is. about <laughs> it. This is fun. But I would, I, like I would be more excited about it if it was off air than on air. But we'll see. We'll see how well, this goes. Uh, it's, not that, uh, it's not that crazy of a game. Right, okay. okay. So today's game is Spot the Lie. Mm-hmm. We each going to have, we're going to say three sentences. Two things are going to be a truth. And one's a lie. And then each one of us gets to ask one question to the person in uh, that's saying the mm-hmm. sentences. And then we all guess which one was the lie. Okay. So we'll see. A lot of things are going to come out of this game. Poker face. <laughs> who's the biggest liar? Who's not who's to trust? We'll, we'll see. And Brian, you say you're going to start us yeah, right off. Here we go. My, uh, my uh, two truths and one lie. Rang the opening bell on Wall Street. Name to the all Madden team had lunch with the Beastie Boys. Hmm. We we get one question. Yes, ask him a question. Lunch with the Beastie Boys. Can I ask the question? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, what date did you ring the bell? It was April twenty fifth <laughs> of what year? Of nineteen ninety seven. Okay. I don't know. Sounds like oddly specific. Hmm. What's the most popular Beastie Boys record of all time? Uh, License to, is it License to Chill or License? I don't know the Beastie Boys. I'm not a. Well done. Is it License to Chill? No, License to Ill. License to Ill. But yeah, yeah, but I was was with the the Beastie Boys uh, one time. Okay. I want to know more about this Madden situation. What was that all about exactly? Uh, We were, uh, we were the all Madden scouting team. One year for uh, in uh, 1996 when we won the Super Bowl. Hmm. Okay. Okay. State your order again. Rang the opening bell on Wall Street. Name to all Madden team. Had lunch with the Beastie Boys. Okay. okay. One, two, and three. All right. Uh, do we, we guess or do we? Uh, yes. Hold up a call. Go ahead. All right. Three is the lie for you. Three is the lie. I don't think he had lunch with the Beastie Boys. All right. Okay, Derek. One's the lie for me. I said, yeah, one. I did have lunch with the Beastie Ah, Boys. I I knew that one. I've never rang the bell. There we go. There we go. There we go. That's pretty pretty freaking awesome. One point for Derek. That's pretty freaking awesome. There we go. (laughs) Okay, who's up? Yeah, it was uh, South by Southwest. My buddies, yeah. in, my buddies in the music oh, business. Oh, you had, okay. At you Stubbs the Barbecue, festival, yeah. Stubbs Barbecue in okay. Austin. That's yeah, nice. very he nice. Out, he says, "Hey, today you're about to." He goes, uh, "You mind? You were having lunch with these guys today?" And I said, "Sure. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You're, you're working. I understand." And so we're at Stubbs Barbecue. They, the Beastie Boys walked in. I go. <laughs> Damn, Steve, I think the Beastie Boys just walked in. Goes, That's who you're having lunch with today. And he was getting, Steve nice. was getting him for an act very for cool. his. So that was my one sign. That's, that's very so, cool. That's so Were they good that people? Is. They're super nice guys. Cool. Super, super nice cool. guys. Cool. And then that night they performed and we went yeah. and they were totally different than the lunch you had <laughs> right. that day. Right. They were fun. That's fun the good guy. artist, right? Yeah. 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 That's a Brian like story it. that I yeah. know I, I could believe. Yeah. That one. All right. Who's next? I don't know. Who wants to go? Okay. I'll go. All right. You go. I'll go. All right. Uh, number one, I have written a song for a Grammy-nominated artist. Number two, I have a twin. Number three, I have a license to drive an 18-wheeler. Spot the lie. Hmm. All right, I'll ask my first question. Mm-hmm. This twin, there's no way because you've never mentioned a twin. I, I haven't. F- female? Yes. A female twin. I have a twin sister. 
That's something you would have said. Because we talk about family. We do. And I've talked about my sister quite a bit. Yeah, but never have you mentioned she's a twin. It's not something we go around advertising because it's... I don't know. That's something people say right off the bat. Not necessarily. Only if they want you in their Wasn't it one question? <laughs> I get to the grilling you right now. He's grilling you right now. I spotted that. Wait, what was the number one again? Um, I've written a song hmm. for a Grammy-nominated artist. Okay, what was the name of the song? Can't tell you. NDA. Uh, can you sing any lyrics from it? NDA. I mean, I could. You, you, I can answer a question about it, but I can't give you anything okay. that makes it that identifies the song okay. because then it identifies the artist. Okay. Oh, the song was that song like a, a Grammy? No, it was for that artist. They were the artist is nominated Grammy, but, for but a Grammy the, for that song was not. Okay, I got you. I got you. It was on one of the, it was on their second album. Okay, all right. Did you ever use your long haul license? Yes, I drove over the road. Okay. All right. Then you gotta know how to handle landing gear and pigtails and glad hands and. Hmm. Read the order again. Uh, number one, I've written a song for a Grammy-nominated artist. Number two, I have a twin. Number three, I have a license to drive an 18-wheeler. Okay. All right. Number I knew you were going to say that because you grilled me like this was the... There, there's no way like you... I was you, Joker you, in, in Commissioner I say the same two. thing, Everybody too. said two. It's two. All right. All right. Of course. I do have a, a sister. <laughs> we talked about your family. I was yeah, like, yeah, there's, yeah, there's no, no way, way you would have left out of have a no twin. No way. Yeah. No way someone has a twin and not mention <laughs> right. okay. that they're a twin. I knew you had a sister. I, you would have been like my twin sister. Right. I have two sisters. Yeah. My youngest sister is only two years younger than me, and we look exactly like, so everyone calls us okay. twins, but not yeah. actual twins. All right. Good for your wife. You're a terrible liar. That's good. All right, Derek. All right, here we go. Um, two truths and a lie. One, I grew up in the country and raised a cow affectionately named Gertrude. <laughs> two. That's too detailed. I was the 1991 state debate champion in Texas. Three, I have been branded six times. Bro, this is easy. I don't even have to ask you a question. You guys go ahead. I don't think I have to ask, but I'm going to ask one anyway. All right. Um, okay. Gertrude. <laughs> <laughs> Read that question again. Read that statement again. I grew up in the country where I raised a cow affectionately named Gertrude. Affectionately named Gertrude. Uh. How old were you when Gertrude transitioned? I was oh transit yeah. transition yeah when she uh, went to Waterford when she went to <laughs> yeah, yeah I was trying, yeah got shipped off yeah uh, before she became I a was, patty I was probably about eleven it's probably about eleven okay I'm trying to read his eyes <laughs> okay um, the branding all had to do with your fraternity right yes. Okay then Six, I'll though? I'll ask a question too because I'm curious uh -huh. um, okay. This cow, what was its, like, sleeping environment? What was its home looking like? Well, I lived on an acre of land, and we had a pasture back in the back of our house. So we had a backyard, and then there was a pasture behind that, and that's where the cow was. Okay. Affectionate would mean that you give them a blanket. Mm -hmm. They have a cozy home. So I'm going to say, number one, this cow is a lie. Gertrude's a lie. <laughs> I don't think he's been branded six times. I believe that because for, for Hold sure. on, you can't. 
That's too specific. Brian is correct. That's a been, tricky one. I have been branded nine times. I've been branded nine times. Oh my god! Not six times. And I did raise a cow named Gertrude, and I watched my <laughs> watched my father and my grandfather all her away. Shoot, no, no, they did it at the house. Oh wow! They shot shot Gertrude. And then uh, strung Gertrude up and yeah. skinned it and yeah. took all the meat yeah. and Here we the go. whole nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a traumatizing okay. experience in my life. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's like me saying, how many like strands of hair do I have on my hair? Like, you know, I felt like, that. No, I felt that one saying? was the trick question. But then I started thinking, I was like, well, six seems a lot. But then I was like, no, I, I know, know too many a guys lot. in fraternity. Six might not You got that one enough. right? Was, yeah, Brian got it right. Curveball. Brian got it right. Curveball. Okay. Yeah. We all know you on the debate team. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. that was yeah. never. That was <laughs> I put that one in because I was like, they're gonna all know that yeah. one. That's fine. Yeah. I'll give you Fence. one. Yeah. All right. All right. Go ahead. Here we go. Um, lie. <laughs> I like lie, 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 and then three, I fixed Jerry's tie. Hmm. What concert? It was. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it was a concert, summer. I don't remember the band's name, but I was on stage, believe it or not, dancing around, getting the crowd hyped. Mm-hmm. Who was the sponsor you wore as a ring girl? Dr. Pepper. Okay, so again, your your three were, you were, uh, you were on stage at a concert, you were a ring girl, and what was the third? Oh, you fixed, fixed Jerry's, Jerry's tie. tie. All right. Um, hmm. <laughs> you were. You wait. What was your question? You asked her what was her. Now, what was the concert? They, what was yeah, the concert? What was the concert? Who was the artist? How old were you when you did that? The concert? Yeah. Um, over 21. That's a big gap. Over 21? I don't keep a diary. Like, <laughs> with dates logged in, I, I was old enough to be at a concert okay. with adults. All right. <laughs> All right. So, concert. And Ring girl. Ring girl. Okay. All right. I got mine. All right. Two. You, you did not get on stage and dance at a concert. One. Everyone got it wrong. So you fixed Jerry's tie? I mean, you didn't fix Jerry's tie? I did not fix I Jerry's tie. Did you fix you. like something else? Did you fix his I collar? Didn't fi- I didn't touch Jerry. I didn't touch Jerry. <laughs> I figured this he, is, See, like, I figured you were, like, he was on a show with you or yeah. something, and you were like, hey, well, Mr. Side John. That's why I knew you could fix it. you like, that's, before it's on TV yeah, or that's something. That's why I knew I would get you I knew you, you were a ring girl. I knew you'd done that, I but I didn't know about that. Knowing how your anxiety can be sometimes, I was like, no way she got on stage at a concert and started dancing. Like, no way. Okay, respect. Yeah. Respect, yeah. you having a good you having a yeah. good day wow. that day. Well, huh? it was kind of part of the job I was doing that day. Oh, see, it was ah. a job. See, okay, you yeah. Well, it was it, it was like we were doing an event and then all of a sudden they're like, Hey, you girls wanna come on stage and like dance around or whatever. Yeah. And we're like, sure. <laughs> okay. We and were, here we go. Well we were, here, we were here yeah, we go. We went out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and I was dancing. Believe it or not. Me. Believe it or not. I don't not, think I've ever seen you dancing. You, you'd you be got surprised. some moves? I don't. Well, you'd be surprised. <laughs> you'd be surprised. Those, those ring girls wear, things. like, kind of crazy clothes. I just kind of thought that the what? they wear, like, crazy kind of outfits, like Who? not a lot of clothes. 
The ring girls. The ring, oh, yeah. So yeah. I was kind of thinking. Uh, These were all gonna... situations that happened last minute. Like the oh. actual ring girl that was supposed to do it. Something happened. She didn't show up. And they're like, oh, uh, who? You? Can you be a ring girl? And I'm like, ah, I wasn't prepared for this, but yeah. sure. And it was, yeah, both of, both of those things happened. Things that I would not normally do that yeah. happened at the yeah. moment, and yeah. I felt pressure, and then I did it. And I'm like, okay, I can see, add that to my list. I can see you on the sideline of a game in, like, Jerry's That, that I could see. Yes, yeah, that's like, why I, I was like, I could see you're, this. You're yeah. like, yeah, you're like. You. Very well done. Very Thank well done. Oh, that was very, very well done. Thank you. So well you, you're a good liar. <laughs> right. That's exactly right. <laughs> wow. the, the message from this Noted. is she's a good liar. I'm an actress. No, let's just call it an actress. This is called improv Derek win this thing? I was over three. Amber won. Like we, we oh, both, right. neither no. one of them, yeah. nobody well, got mine or Amber. No, I was over three. We ended, we ended up having a three-way tie. Like, well, I'm saying like people who get it right. Oh, okay. Every point. Oh, Derek, okay. I see. Brian yeah. and I got two points. Patrick got one. Oh, good. But as far you as lost. the best, I did. Liar. <laughs> I did. No, no, you get us all. You get us all. Thank so you win yeah, the game. Absolutely. Yeah. I was yeah. right. like, that's a good one. Yeah. Good game, Amber. Really good game. All right, here's what we're gonna do. We got this final segment. We're gonna Liar. take some. We're gonna do some. <laughs> we're gonna do some picks uh, here in the final segment. We'll take a final break. We'll be back. DallasCowboys.com radio. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Don't put off getting your oil change, Dallas. Take 5 Oil Change. A proud partner of the Cowboys is faster than you think. There's no appointment needed and no waiting room. Yep, you heard that correctly. Take 5 is so fast, you don't even have to get out of your car. You can take advantage of Take 5's fast, friendly, and simple service at any of their locations across the Dallas area. And remember, at Take 5, you stay in your car because they're faster than you think. Take 5, the official oil change of the Dallas Cowboys. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code cowboy VIP. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find a location near you. Back to the break. The 2024 NFL Pro Bowl games are taking over Orlando, and the roster's up to you. Cast your ballot uh, for the 2024 Pro Bowl games. Vote and send your favorite Cowboy players to compete in the ultimate AFC versus NFC showdown this February. Vote now at DallasCowboys.com slash vote. 
Welcome back. Final segment of the break live from SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. Let's do some picks. Let's uh, let's pick these games. We got about five games here. Well, we do have five games here uh, that I'm going to ask you guys to pick. Tell me who you think is going to win. All of them have. Um, some implications with regards to the Cowboys and whether they will clinch this weekend or not. The easiest path to that is them getting a win. Uh, but if they don't, these other games will matter uh, as far as them clinching. So let's start first with Philadelphia at Seattle. Who do you think is going to win that game? You don't have to give me scores on these. You can just pick a winner. Give me Seattle. Philadelphia. I think I'll go with Philly. It's hard to see them just go ahead and lose three games in a row now. Unless they're broken. Seattle, Seattle's the perfect team for Philadelphia. They don't know how to finish games. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm actually going to go Seattle as well just because I think that cross-country yeah. flight and in uh, that environment, on top of what Philly's already going through, um, I actually think this could be it. And, and let's, let's remember, when we were talking about uh, Seattle, yeah. we talked a lot about that secondary. Yep. Yeah. And where is Philly struggling right now, being able to throw the ball consistently? Yeah. I think this could be an inter- well, interesting right. matchup. And if Geno is back, that offense in Seattle can pass. And where does Philly struggle on defense? It's yeah, secondary. it's a good matchup for Seattle, I think. You're right, Brian. They don't finish games well, yeah. but, and Philly does most of the time. See, that's so that'll Philly, be the interesting Philly's part about this. 10 wins are all with teams that don't finish, basically. Yeah. And, yeah. and Seattle's the perfect team for that. All right. Uh, Tampa Bay at Green Bay. Green Bay. I have no faith in the NFC South to do anything. <laughs> Any of them. Yeah, none of them. None yeah. of them. Yeah. yeah. None yeah. of them. Green, Green Bay. Bay, too. Green yeah. Bay. I say Green Bay as well. All right. Minnesota at Cincinnati. Cincinnati? Yeah, Cincinnati. Minnesota's in shambles. Uh, I agree, but I keep getting drawn into the Vikings and Minnesota. Uh, give me, give me, I'll go with Vikings. What I don't know is if Patrick Peterson's back to playing. If Patrick Peterson's back to playing, I'd give a slight edge to Minnesota. Mm. Uh, if not, then I'll, I'd say Cincinnati. But I don't know. I haven't heard if, if he's playing. Have you guys heard that? No, I have I not. But I, the, Browning is playing really well at quarterback for Cincinnati. There's a lot of – Did I say Patrick Peterson? I'm sorry. Yeah. I was meaning um, the, the receiver. Um, Chase. Chase. No, 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 Jefferson. no. Jefferson, yes. Yeah, yeah. Jefferson, Jefferson, yeah, Jefferson will play. But they're in Cincinnati, so there's also that. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, but I, honestly, I just don't think without without Burrow, I think any weekend Cincinnati's vulnerable to be beaten. Yeah, but, I mean Minnesota as well. But I, I just feel like if they get they get their receiver back, I think he'll make enough plays Minnesota's for them. Minnesota's got too many quarterback questions. Yeah, to go and win this game, my opinion. All right, we'll see. New York versus the Giants versus New Orleans. Giants, no faith in the NFC South to do anything. <laughs> so you the five and eight Giants all of a sudden? Not all of a sudden, but number one, they are on a three game win streak. So yeah. it seems like they're finding some stride behind Tommy DeVito. Um, their confidence is is sky high right now in New York. And back to the previous question and previous statement, I have no faith in the NFC South. <laughs> all right, Giants. Let's uh, pull through for the Giants so that they, they keep can, that confidence yeah, going. Keep it up for when they face. Yeah. 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 I think they beat a better team last week in Green Bay, so I don't think they'll have a problem going to New Orleans, beat New Definitely Orleans. Not. I think they get a win. All right. Uh, final game. Obviously, this is the game of the week Dallas versus Buffalo. Before we make our picks, though, I wanted to get your opinions. Obviously, we talked a little bit about the weather. Uh, the forecast right now is a 90% chance of rain, so it's going to be a wet game. And at times, it's going to be a heavy rain. Uh, so this could be a really, really messy game. 12-mile-per-hour winds. Uh, I've heard that the the gust could be up as high as 30, 30 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. So wind will be also an issue. And I know, Brian, you've been talking all week yeah. about wind being yeah. the bigger thing for you. How much does that change your expectation of what we will see this weekend based upon the weather? 
Well, and we'll get to my prediction in a second, but when uh, five days out, the weather looked, you know, mostly cloudy, but it was moderate winds, sun was peaking. I was like, okay, this could be, this is football weather, so the offenses are going to have some some big plays. But 90% weather, wind gusts upwards of 30, yeah, that turns down offenses, that turns down passing attacks. So I think you're going to see much more of just kind of like a good old-fashioned muddy, well, not muddy because it's turf, but good old-fashioned just rainy football game. It's going to be a brawl. You want my prediction? Uh, I'm sure you're going to give your prediction. Um, I'm going to turn down from what I said three days ago. Cowboys take this one. Still a close one. Field goal adds on to the back end. Uh, 27-21. Yeah, this, uh, this Cowboys need their offense to travel in this game. And, I mean, travel in a way that, you know, there's – you go and beat a quality opponent. This is the thing that gets everybody off their backs about the playoffs and, you know, can they win a game on the road and can they play against a good team and, you know, can they handle all kinds of adversity. This is a huge game for Dallas, huge game for Buffalo. Buffalo needs this game. You know, Dallas, I mean, if you're going to win the division, you got to have this game. Give me Dallas 20, Buffalo 16. Okay. Um. I think Buffalo owes me a good memory of, you know? <laughs> all Buffalo. of us. Yes, all of us. We was they a bad... They down at the anchor bar that one day, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. So I think... Um, oh, is that the wing place? That We went all over the place. We went to seven different places and yeah. nobody would let us in. Yeah. It was terrible. It was terrible. It was terrible, it but... Was. Did we win that game? No. Heck we no. lost we, it, right? It was, it was strange. Kellen Moore's uh, wife traveled on the trip with us. That was the first time I've ever seen that. Yeah. Like, he started the game. Yeah, it was like a 16-6 game. Everything about that trip, everything was, about that trip was bad. It was like <laughs> so hopefully home, everything about it bad. We can have a, come off with a better memory of, <laughs> of, of Buffalo. Um, I think the Cowboys win. I do think it's going to be like a very messy game. But I see the Cowboys win in a close one, probably low score, something around like 22-21. Mm. Something, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, like I, I think it's going to be a um, – a really messy game. Uh, I actually don't think I. We've had the opportunity to see Dallas play one time this year in messy conditions. That was Week One, and although the score was what it was, yeah. the offense wasn't really clicking that day. It was, it was not the offense that we see now. A lot's changed. I get that, um, but I I do think uh, a lot of this game will be dictated by the defenses and their ability to take away the ball. Both these teams are really good at taking away the ball. I think there will be some turnovers for both teams. Um, and ultimately, I think the Cowboys will come ahead, come out ahead on that turnover battle, and that will be the reason why they win. Uh, but I think they win 26-17. I don't think all those scores will be offensive, though. I think there will be t- scores yeah. that the defenses or special teams will have in this game. Uh, I think the offenses will struggle. Uh, both offenses will struggle at times in this game because of the weather. Uh, and I think it will be a close game, but Cowboys end up with the win. All right. Appreciate you guys joining us. We'll be back on Monday. We'll be back from Buffalo. Hopefully, everything will have gone well from the standpoint of Just the trip. Just baby. Just and we will get back in one piece, and we'll talk about what happened. Till then, for Patrick Walker, Brian Broaddus, and Amber Garcia, I am Derek Eagleton. It's been The Break, live on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!